0: I painted the picture of how they could start with as little as a couple hundred dollars and they could scale this up over their lifetime to the point where they could have that same lifestyle flexibility.
1: Quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. I want to introduce to you Ash Patel. He's a full-time commercial real estate investor. He's going to be doing the interview today and a lot of them moving forward. I'm still going to be doing interviews just not as many. And he is going to ask tough questions while still building rapport. That way, it's not awkward. He's a good friend of mine. Join me in welcoming Ash Patel.
2: Hello, best ever listeners. Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Ash Patel, and I'm with today's guest, Travis Watts. Travis is the Director of Investor Relations, for Ashcroft Capital. He is also a full-time LP investor. And today we are going to get to interview Travis. Travis, how are you today?
0: Ash, I'm doing great, man. I'm glad we could finally connect.
2: Yes. So before we get started, can you give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on now?
0: Sure. I guess from well, a couple things my upbringing was a lot about frugality. So when my parents split, I was five years old. So we had some tough financial times for a period of years. So they instilled a lot of budgeting and saving and kind of the old school, put your money under the mattress kind of mindset, which I'm now thankful for that I've had that kind of upbringing. It taught me a lot about just keeping control over your financial situation, not over leveraging yourself, not buying things you don't need, et cetera. But they had no experience with investing. So in 2009, I got into single family homes. I had buy and holds. I did fix and flips. I ran vacation rentals. So I did a lot of stuff myself and I was just winging it. I've heard you say that on a number of podcasts, you do your best work by the seat of your pants. That really wasn't my scenario. (laughs) I think I did my worst work off the seat of my pants. So I learned a lot about real estate and the foundational components of it and decided ultimately, I wanted to take a more passive pursuit to investing in real estate. So in 2015, that led to investing passively in multifamily syndications, self-storage, mobile home parks, various REITs, things like that. Anything that was going to give me a cash flow or a passive income component with hopefully some equity upside where I didn't have to be the one who was managing and, and trying to find the properties, et cetera, Because it was just a lot for me to handle. At the time, I worked 98 hours a week at my W-2 job before I left there. So it was just tough for me to scale that kind of portfolio. So today I just help other busy professionals who are looking to do the LP thing like I do, just trying to be a resource just like you are. I'm a free mentor to people and unexpected mentor, I guess we could say.
2: Travis, what was your W-2 job?
0: So I worked in the oil industry in Colorado and then also overseas in Saudi Arabia and a little bit in Kuwait. And I helped a oil services company launch a safety program. So notoriously in the oil industry, you just work a ton of hours and I was single, no kids. And I thought, why not? It's a good income. And I parked it all into real estate.
2: And from what I read, you chased this position at Ashcroft, didn't you? And you landed the coveted position director of investor relations?
0: Yes and no, I guess. I've been an investor with Joe Fairless for many years leading up to this point. And Ashcroft Capital was just one firm of many, of 14 plus that I had partnered with. And everything about their business model made a lot of sense to me. It met my criteria, met my goals. They had a lot of transparency, good communication. So when Joe had his daughter He was less inclined to go out on the road and do speaking events and go to conferences and do a bunch of podcasts as a guest. So I kind of filled that role, so to speak. So, yeah, I shot a little video on my iPhone. I remember it was on a Saturday. I thought, what am I going to do today? I had no plans. And I thought, I'm going to send this to Joe Fairless and just say, hey, if you're ever looking for somebody and, and you could use someone to help do these speaking engagements or travel around or run the Ashcroft Capital booth or whatever, I'm your guy because. Quite frankly, I'm going to these conferences anyway as an attendee, and I love networking and meeting people, and I like to do outreach and speaking. So that's kind of how it came into play. It was kind of a fluke, and it wasn't quite that easy. There was no position at first, by the way. (laughs) So Joe turned me down and said, We don't have anything. And then about four or five months later, circled back and said, You know what? We actually do have something.
2: That is awesome. I'm going to put you on the spot. Do you still have a copy of that video, and can we put it in the show notes? (laughs)
0: <laughs> I, I doubt that I do. Maybe it's on my text chain. I, I feel like I've changed phones or numbers by then, but maybe. That has <laughs> I'll to you if a, I do.
2: That had to have been a powerful video. <laughs> so when you interact with investors, what percentage of investors approach you versus you approaching them?
0: Great question. It's heavily swayed to people outreaching to me. And the reason is I put out a lot of blogs, a lot of articles. I write for joefairless.com, the best ever brand, Ashcroft promo material, podcasts like these. So I've got so many outlets simultaneously running that people are connecting through Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, Ashcroft Capital, all over. So it's a lot of inbound. So I've set up a little Calendly link that I use for everybody. So if anyone listening ever wants to connect on a 15 minute call, a 30 minute call, whatever, it's just a simple link, find a spot on my calendar. Calendar and happy to give you my time.
1: We'll get back to the show in just two minutes, but first, some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. Mark your calendars for the best ever conference February 24th through 26th, back in person at the Gaylord Rockies Convention Center. Join the experienced community and phenomenal speakers for a weekend of learning the best commercial real estate strategies, building relationships, and quite frankly, having a lot of fun. As a bonus, once you purchase your ticket, you are put into a mini mastermind group to start making connections with other commercial real estate investors immediately. Get the lowest prices right now at besteverconference.com. That's besteverconference.com. If you're not sure where to start investing or need help taking the next step, mentorship and coaching is one of the best ways to get going. Think Multifamily is a leading apartment acquisition and education company who provides true one-on-one coaching to help you invest for your family's future. Their servant leadership approach joint ventures, and resources all available through the coaching program. Go to thinkmultifamily.com forward slash coaching to learn how to become a member and get involved.
2: Another question, Travis, is what percentage of these people that initially approach you are new investors versus seasoned investors?
0: That's a great question because my mission's kind of twofold, right? Anything that's ever helped me in my life, I like to do outreach and share. And it doesn't matter what that is. I wrote blogs on drinking celery juice. So it's not always real estate. It's not always multifamily. So to answer your question, I would say I speak a lot to the younger audience that's saying, hey, I heard the story about you house hacking and renting out a spare bedroom. How do I do that? How do I get started? all the way to the 75-year-old saying, I'm just learning about syndications and is that right for me? Not that I'm a financial planner or advisor, I'm not, so I can't give anybody advice, but it's interesting to have the conversations like that with all demographic and age nationwide. And by the way, I've got a call later today, international. So sometimes you've got someone calling you from Morocco or something, <laughs> wanting to know about US real estate markets. So I'm all over the place, man. Just happy to help if I can.
2: Travis, I would imagine you have to do a tremendous amount of education to all of the new investors that call you. Is there a resource that you point them to, or do you just hold their hand throughout the whole process?
0: Sure. So a lot of the content I make is intentionally made for that purpose, right? Where I'll shoot a video on defining what is a IRR or what is cap rate or whatever. So instead of having these 15, 20 minute calls, just to discuss something complex like that, I can shoot them towards a resource page. So I've got on my LinkedIn as I mentioned I do a lot of articles on there on bigger pockets I write a blog on there and I write a lot on joefairless.com so you can just go there and search Travis Watts a whole multitude of things will pop up there and it really just kind of depends to your question what the individual is looking for. Most of my connections, I would say probably aren't public resources. It's can you point me in the right direction? Can you introduce me to a group or a person? So it's kind of dependent, but that's what the 15 minute call is all about is helping guide people and point people in the right direction. Hopefully.
2: Here's a crazy question. When I first met Joe, I think it was around 2015. I was very skeptical because back then the returns, I think were 20% is what he said we were gonna be projected to receive. Mm -hmm. We ended up receiving 26% on that first deal. However, I was very skeptical, and Mm -hmm. nonetheless, I invested in the first deal thinking, all right, whatever. If it works, it works. If not, lesson learned. How do you deal with a lot of that skepticism?
0: That's a good question. And quite frankly, I was too. And not just with Joe, I was with syndications, because see, I was doing it all on my own. And quite frankly, not doing it very well. So I knew my numbers right in the single family space. And then here I'm getting introduced to multifamily. And I'm looking at projections, just like you were, and I'm going wait a second, I could get potentially the same return and I don't have to do the work. (laughs) You know, it seemed a little too good to be true. So how I handle that is, one, being as transparent as possible, talking a lot about risks and whatnot, right? And guiding people towards not just the allure of this is how great everything is, but also these are some things to consider because this may not be right for you. And I think that kind of tones down the skepticism for a lot of folks, if you get on a podcast and just say, yeah, I'm making 20% IRRs and doubling my money all the time and getting rich and people get very skeptical very fast. So just to say it has not always worked that way. I've had deals that really didn't perform well and your money's locked up. It's an illiquid investment and it's a long hold period. All these different things kind of bring it down to reality of what we're talking about. If we're talking about multifamily syndications. For the extreme skeptics, I'm sorry, but maybe it's just not the right fit. (laughs) There's always going to be a level of disbelief with certain people on certain topics. And I can't help you. If it's not right for you, or it seems too risky, you're probably right.
2: Travis, you hold multiple securities licenses. What's the most common question that you get where you say, I'm sorry, because I have a license. I can't give you that answer.
0: Oh, well, correction to that. So I used to have a Series 7 and 63. It's since lapsed. So what happened was when I worked in the oil industry and I was finally able to leave that job because it was a ton of hours and it wasn't really my passion or interest, I went to go work for a large brokerage firm that required me to hold those licenses. So that was the first thing I did purely out of self-education. And just self-knowledge, I had only done real estate to that point as far as investing. And I just felt like I don't want to be a one-trick pony. I don't want to just have one strategy for life. I want to be a little wider versed. So I wanted to learn stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. And that's why I took that approach. It didn't last very long in that position because it kind of died off and became kind of a cheesy sales thing where you're just pushing mutual funds and things I didn't really believe in. So that's why I left and I went back to real estate full-time because I finally had the passive income built up to do that. And that's what I help encourage people to do is build up enough passive income streams where you have lifestyle flexibility. You might like what you do, which was not my story, but say you're an IT professional, kind of like you were or an engineer. Maybe you like what you do. You just don't want to work 70 hours a week. Maybe you'd rather work part-time or be a consultant 20 hours a week. So that's the power, in my opinion, of what passive income is all about and why I do what I do and why I preach what I preach.
1: We'll get back to the show in just two minutes, but first, some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. Let me ask you a question. Do you wanna start your own syndication business or maybe you've tried but you've been unable to get your first apartment deal? Well, it's hard. I know firsthand getting started in syndication is not easy. So have you considered working with a mentor? Imagine working one-on-one with a full-time syndicator who can help you do your first apartment building deal faster, help you avoid big mistakes, and scale your portfolio. If you feel like I'm speaking to you right now, then I want you to check out the mentoring program from my friend, Michael Blanc, who specializes in helping people get started with apartment buildings. I've known Michael for many years now, and he genuinely wants to help people become financially free. He developed a proven system and has helped hundreds of people do their first apartment building deal. I know he can help you as well. To find out more, text the word Joe, J-O-E, to 66866. I know Michael's gonna take care of you. Go ahead and text the word Joe, JOE to 66866. Do it right now while it's fresh on your mind and let's get you started with your own apartment syndication business. Here's a problem you're probably not solving for right now. Have you ever had a tenant squat inside your rental and refuse to pay rent? Or are you worried about renting to a serial rent dodger? You've probably used a credit report for tenant screening before but what if I told you you're missing out on info you need to properly verify prospective tenants? That's a problem, and the solution is Rentify. Rentify provides a summary of a prospective tenant's financial information using bank-verified transactional data you can't get from a credit check. This includes monthly income, payroll, past rent payments, and identity verification. Rentify's reports also highlight non-sufficient funds, overdraft history, and missed rent payments. It's all available at www.trustrentify.com. The best part is Rentify's financial reports instantly verify the full financial picture of a tenant within minutes. So you will no longer have to waste hours or even days verifying their information manually. And you can eliminate the risk of being duped by fraudulent documents and losing thousands of dollars getting unreliable tenants evicted. Visit trustrentify.com. And use the promo code FAIRLESS for 25% off your first report package. That's T-R-U-S-T-R-E-N-T-I-F-Y.com. Put in the promo code FAIRLESS, F-A-I-R-L-E-S-S, for 25% off your first report package.
2: What advice would you give some of the younger, best ever listeners that want to follow in your footsteps?
0: Well, first of all, I'm not tied to just one business model, one strategy. People sometimes know me as the multifamily LP investor. I do a lot of other things and I certainly didn't start there. So I think my best advice, which is the advice, by the way, I give to my own nephews is start small. What I did for them last year is I opened a brokerage account for minors or whatever, because they're not 18 yet. And I just put a couple hundred bucks in there. It was like their Christmas or birthday or whatever. And I showed them REITs, Real Estate Investment Trusts. And I showed them monthly cash flow. And I painted the picture of how they could start with as little as a couple hundred dollars. And they could scale this up over their lifetime to the point where they could have that same lifestyle flexibility. So I think to me, a lot of people, they look at maybe some of the deals I do and they go, oh, I'm not an accredited investor. Oh, I don't have a 100000 to invest. And then they just think, well, this isn't for me or this isn't a path I want to go down. That's just as you've scaled it up, you get to those types of deals. But you could start with literally $10 buying one share of one REIT and having monthly cash flow. So that'd be my best advice.
2: Travis, in your current business, what is your biggest pain point?
0: Biggest pain point, I think, is having such a passion firsthand for what I do and my reasons for doing it and pushing that out to the world. But then having a lot of that fall on deaf ears, unfortunately, because this is a very niche kind of message. Okay, it's not the mainstream media of go to Fidelity and Schwab and day trade stocks or whatever, I think there's a million more marketing pieces to that than there are to real estate private placements (laughs) or multifamily investing. So I think that's a huge pain point is it's a little disheartening. I wish that when I'm doing a podcast like this, I could reach 10 million people and get the message out and not just a couple thousand or something. So that's probably it.
2: Travis, what is your best real estate investing advice ever?
0: A mentor of mine years ago said, double down on what's working. And that came at a point in my life between the end of high school and post-college, I had launched or tried to launch about 19 small businesses and all of them failed for (laughs) different reasons, mostly me, but the real estate did not fail and was a success from day one in my journey. And that's what I decided to double down on. And Never Look Back.
2: Travis, are you ready for the best ever lightning round? Let's do it. All right. Travis, what's the best ever book you recently read?
0: Green Lights, Matthew McConaughey's biography book.
2: And what was your big takeaway from that book?
0: I love biographies because it gives you a totally different perspective on life. The way I might look at a certain scenario is completely different than someone else. And I think that's what helps expand your context and your way of thinking and I know that happened for me in 2015 when I started doing the multifamily I had to get around people who were limited partners and had been for 10 20 30 years to understand that this is really a reality and a different way of looking at the investment space so probably that
2: Travis what's the best ever way you like to give back
0: so like you, Ash, I give my time back to people through these 15, 30-minute calls. I don't have coaching programs. I don't have books. I don't have anything to sell anybody. I was just at a point in my life years ago that I had no spare time when I worked in the oil industry, had no time for relationships, no time to visit family, no time for personal leisure. And I've been able to free up my time through passive investing. So now that's kind of my gift to others is I can now – freely give my time to other people.
2: Travis, how can the best ever listeners reach out to you?
0: Sure. Well, I'm all over Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Bigger Pockets, Travis Watts, W-A-T-T-S. If you're interested in Ashcroft Capital, Joe Fairless, kind of what I do on that realm. You can go to ashcroftcapital.com forward slash Travis, and that's my little resource page. So I've got some downloadable PDFs, my calendar links on there ashcroftcapital.com forward slash Travis.
2: Travis, I'm glad we finally connected. It was a pleasure to be able to interview you. And thanks for sharing your story from the frugal upbringing, single family investing, working day and night in the oil industry, and now the other extreme, enjoying some passive income and taking back control of your time. So thank you for sharing your story with us.
0: You bet, Osh. Thank you.
2: Best ever listeners. Thank you for joining us and have a best ever day.